Welcome to the Strong Men, Strong Marriages podcast. Here we are on a mission to get strong, get attractive, and get the marriage of our dreams. I'm your host, Mike Frazier. Let's do this. All right, men, welcome to today's episode, How to Build Emotional Safety in Marriage. So what is emotional safety? Sue Johnson, I think, has a good definition of this. So she's a great marriage therapist, has written several books. So she says, underneath all the distress, partners are asking each other, can I count on you? Are you there for me? Will you respond to me when I need, when I call? Do I matter to you? Am I valued and accepted by you? Do you need me? Rely on me. I would add to that, do you understand me? So, you know, we're kind of asking that of each other in our marriages. So if your wife can answer yes to these things, then that's a big part of feeling emotionally safe. That yes, you know, I can count on you. Yes, you're there for me. Yes, you're going to respond when I need and when I call for you. Yes, I matter to you. Yes, I'm valued and accepted. Yes, you need me. Rely on me. And yes, you understand me. So need me and rely on me. So that one, you know, I take a little bit of issue with, <laughs> but the rest of them, I agree with it. We'll get into that a little bit. So why does emotional safety matter in a marriage? So if you want an intimate connection where you share deep things with each other, where you really know each other at that deep personal level, uh, being an emotionally safe person, it's going to speed up that process. Because look, it's difficult to share opinions, emotions with your, with your spouse, especially when, you know, you know, they won't necessarily agree with them or won't necessarily like them. Or if you're, if you know that your spouse doesn't have great emotional control and they're going to get really mad or upset or pouty, right? So it's harder to be open and honest when you know your spouse isn't particularly emotionally skilled or mature. All right. So if you're able to, to listen well, you know, without necessarily trying to fix it, right? If you're able to manage your own emotions well and value her opinion, okay? It's going to make it a lot easier for her to open up to you. And that's the kind of guy we want to be anyway, right? You also want to make sure you're free from narcissistic and sadistic behaviors and thinking. We've covered that in earlier podcasts. Go back and listen to that one if you haven't yet, but we'll re- review it a little bit today as well. So here's some questions to ask yourself to see, you know, am I creating an emotionally safe environment in my marriage? So have I been there when my, for my wife, when she has struggled, you know, physically, you know, when she's been sick, have I been there? I've been supported mentally when she's overwhelmed and and stressed out. Am I there to help her, you know, heart? Am I, am I supporting her friendships and connections with other people? Um, you know, when she has something really hard happen, like a death in the family or something, am I there? Am I, am I supporting? Am I thinking about love languages and serving her spiritually? You know, am I, you know, there, if she's struggling with her beliefs or if she has beliefs different than mine, am I supportive of those? Okay. Have I showed her that I value her opinions, even when they're different from mine? Again, you don't necessarily have to agree with her opinions, but that you value them. Okay. That you say, huh, like I could, let me see if I can understand why you think that way. Okay. So think about with money, right? 
devalue the way that she approaches money. Okay. Now, if she's just spending all your money up, like maybe you don't really value that, but you can try to understand it, right? You can say, Hey, like you're spending this money. Help me understand your thought process on that. Right. See her as an equal, not as someone that's stupid or doesn't know what she's doing or whatever. Okay. With sex, right? Have you taken the time to really understand where she's at, what her, what she likes, what her preferences are, why she's not as attracted to you as you think she should be, right? Why she's not into it. Um, with parenting, you know, have you kind of just let her take it over or do you think her ideas aren't that good and yours are better? With religion, you know, do you value her beliefs, especially if they're different from yours? Uh, with housework, do you, you know, do more than your share and resent her for it? Or is she doing a lot of it and you just think that's her job? And, you know, if you do anything, that's you just helping out. Okay. So do I take the time to deeply understand where my wife is coming from? Okay. So when she brings up a concern, do I just try to fix it right away? Okay. I still do this sometimes. <laughs> I'm getting better, but I think it's a sort of a thing guys like to do. Your wife comes with a problem. Oh, Hey, like, um, you know, I, I've got to do all these things for work and I got to do these things for school. And I've got all this. Okay. Well, you know, let's do this and this. A lot of times that doesn't go that well. It doesn't provide the emotional safety that you're thinking it will. <laughs> but if you take the time to just sort of sit and understand, oh yeah, that sounds hard. Yeah, that's tough. Uh, in the course that, that I'm putting together to the strongman system, I'm kind of revamping it right now. I'm going to you know have it up and ready for you guys really shortly. I'm really excited for it. It's better than it's ever been. It's going to help you guys get awesome changes in your life and your marriage. I'm really looking forward to you guys jumping in and being part of that. Um, but this is one of the things that, that I'm working on in the program right now is this idea of listening without trying to fix. And <clears throat> as I've been trying it more in my marriage, it just, it makes such a big difference, guys. You know, you just keep reflecting back that emotion. Oh yeah, that sounds hard. Yeah, that sounds tough. Wow. You know, that is a lot to do like way longer than you think you would. <laughs> and then she feels understood. She feels emotionally safe. And then, you know, she might ask, you know, what do you think I should do? Or, you know, I could really use some help with this. And then you jump in. But if you jump in too early, she doesn't quite feel understood and she doesn't quite feel emotionally safe. And then she's like, man, he just never listens to me, even though you're trying to help. Okay. So that's a skill and it takes some practice. So all that helps create emotional safety in marriage. Now, the other thing you have to do is watching for narcissistic and sadistic behaviors. So narcissistic behavior, the way I think about it is just, you just basically ignore your wife. You ignore her pain. You ignore her opinions. They don't really matter to you. So what you're kind of saying to her is, look, I don't really value you in your opinions and I won't really be there for you either. So that doesn't create much emotional safety. Okay. Now it does create some drama in the marriage. And so, you know, you can have a pretty dramatic and maybe passionate marriage, but it doesn't create that safety, that security. It erodes emotional safety in marriage. And a lot of times this is slowly over time, right? So these are guys that will come to me and they'll say, yeah, my wife, she just decided to, to leave after we've been married 20 years. I don't get it. Um, but it's probably this, right? That you basically weren't really there for her. You didn't really prioritize her. You didn't remember the important things. You weren't sending her messages, telling her you cared about her. You weren't, you know, taking that time on the date nights to really understand where she's at. Okay. Or even having date nights at all. You were traveling a lot. Okay. You weren't making sure she had the time for herself to, you know, develop her skills and talents. 
Okay. These guys don't, they're like, I don't even know what happened, but basically they just were narcissistic, meaning they didn't really take the time to understand and value their wife. They were too wrapped up in themselves. So sadistic behavior on the other, on the other hand is actually designed to hurt your wife. Now this can come in extreme ways, like in a fair, uh, you know, people will, will lie to themselves and they'll say, Oh, that you know, I was just not satisfied. I wasn't, I never tried to, I was never intending to hurt my wife. Okay. That's a lie. Like, of course you, that was going to hurt your wife. Like to be unfaithful to her, of course that's going to hurt her or pornography. Well, I just didn't know what else to do. No, like that's designed to, to hurt your wife. Just don't lie to yourself about it. If you yell at your wife, if you scream at her, obviously physical violence, right. Is designed to hurt her. Um, the other thing that we talk about that's important is kind of one up type behaviors or thinking where, you know, you, um, you basically try to show her that she needs you, that, <clears throat> that you know better than her. So money is a good one where it comes up a lot with guys. So we have money and then we give her someone who we expect like a big thank you for it. It's kind of one up behavior. Or if your wife's threatening to separate and you kind of throw money in her face, like, well, you know, good luck providing yourself the same kind of lifestyle, right? That's a one-up type behavior and it's sadistic, right? Because it's designed to hurt her. It's designed to show her, yeah, well, good luck without me, right? Like I'm the one that's helping you here. Very one-up, you know, very much designed to uh, hurt her, right? Make her dependent on you, okay? Designed to put her in your place, which is below you, right? You can't make it on your own. You need me. Basically, I'm above you. I'm up here. You're down here and you're not going to make it without me. Okay. That's sadistic. It's designed to hurt her. It destroys emotional safety in marriage. Okay. People don't want to be around someone that's always trying to prove they're better than them. Okay. So here's the skills that you need to create emotional safety in marriage. So you need to choose your values and prioritize those values and then live true to that. So listen, if your wife is really your most important relationship, are you showing that to her through your words and actions? Are you showing that to her and how you prioritize your time and how you spend your money and all of that, right? So like in our, in the program, we go through an exercise called the mission statement. And like for me personally, I have God first living as a man of integrity. That's first to me. And then right after that is my wife. And so I have to ask myself, well, am I behaving in a way consistent with that? Am I valuing her? Am I listening to her? Am I uh, you know, making sure we have the time together. Okay. So the other skill you need is listening to understand your wife, right? Where you truly value her opinion. Now you don't necessarily have to agree with her opinion. This is where a lot of guys get mixed up. They think, well, if I listen to her, I have to agree with it. Okay. No, you don't, but you do need to value it. The one of the big skills is being able to understand her, express yourself and get to things that work for both of you. That's what makes a marriage work is when you're doing things that work for both of you, not just for one. Okay. The other skill you need is being able to manage your own emotions. Okay. So if you're trying to understand your wife and she's, for example, you know, there's something that happened recently in our marriage, you know, she's expressing her religious beliefs. They don't quite agree with yours. You know, that can get you pretty fired up. Um, and so it's hard to be in that understanding place. So you need that skill of being able to step away, take some breaths, come back when that thinking brain's back online and when you're not in fight or flight mode, okay? And you can really understand her. You know, you need to not be lashing out in anger all the time, right? That shows you're emotionally immature, which creates, you know, not emotional safety. 
I was trying to think of the opposite of safety, emotional danger, I guess, right? You need to free yourself from narcissistic and sadistic behaviors by noticing them, okay? By building up your own worth and confidence. Okay, a lot of times these narcissistic and sadistic things in one up, it's it's trying to prove our worth by pushing other people down. So when we really see ourselves as valuable and see other people as equally valuable, those things tend to start going away. But here's the thing. Okay. So when you become this kind of man that has these skills, you really are the type of man that any great woman would love to be with. Okay. A man who knows who he is, who lives true to that, right? Who listens really well without trying to fix things, values his wife highly, understands her, gets to win-win agreements. Okay. If you add to that the ability to create fun, flirting, romance, passion, look, you totally are Prince Charming. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been thinking lately about you know, how you guys come into to the program and all of us, all of us are like this, right? We're like a used car and we've got these problems with us, you know, maybe they're big, maybe they're small, but we've got these problems. So you come in, you become, you know, this Lamborghini, this finely tuned machine, right? And that's the type of man that feels great. And also that women want to be with. So look, you have these skills. You're that, you're that Ferrari, you're that Lamborghini, you're that Prince Charming. You really are. Okay. But here's the thing. So you can't wait for your spouse to be perfectly emotionally safe before you bring up issues. This is where I think Sue Johnson's and the attachment theory folks kind of have it wrong where they think, well, you you just have to be this great guy, this perfect guy. And then, you know, just be totally the guy that is going to be emotionally safe and there and listen and all of that. That's what we're working towards. That's what we want to build is that skill. And really, like when you are that, like I said, you are going to have your choice. And when you choose your wife, it really means something, right? Because you could choose anyone when you have those skills, but you choose her, it makes it special. But we're all imperfect in this. And so if you're waiting for your husband or your wife to like really value everything you say and perfectly control their emotions and never have any narcissistic or sadistic behaviors, you're never going to bring anything up. Okay. And so nothing's going to move. Okay. This is what you have to understand. So part of real intimacy and emotional strength is sharing your opinion, even and especially when you know your spouse won't respond well or won't like it. Okay. So in our marriage, one of the big ones was my wife bringing up some questions about our faith. And she knew that was going to be hard on me, but she did it anyway, because it was true to who she was. Did I handle it great? I really did not for a long time, but it was a really good growing experience for me. And then eventually for both of us. So this is what David Schnarch would call self-validated intimacy, meaning, look, this is important enough to me that I'm going to bring it up and share who I am, even if my spouse doesn't like it. Okay. And that then starts moving things forward. Because of course, you know, we want to become stronger emotionally. We want to be, you know, able to listen and manage our emotions and all that. But, you know, we're going to get better and better, but we're never going to be perfect. Neither is our spouse. We can't wait for that or else we're going to be waiting forever and resenting and, and hating our life and marriage. Okay. So in summary, emotional safety in marriage, it comes by you being a great man. Okay? One who prioritizes his wife, values her takes the time to understand her, listens to her, who manages his emotions well and avoids narcissistic and sadistic behaviors, okay? 
So that's what we're working towards by be to be that emotionally safe guy. Okay. Women, they want to be around that. It's a guy who's strong, who's secure, all of that. But you can't wait until your spouse, what your husband or your wife is perfect in these things before you start sharing, before you start saying things that you know might upset them. Okay. The, David Charge would call it other validated intimacy, meaning like, I'm not going to share something with you until I know you're going to approve of it or validate it. Okay. That's not a good way to live because you're going to always be hiding things from your spouse. Okay. Instead, you need to have self-validated intimacy where, look, even though I know you're not going to like this, it's important enough to me to share it. Okay. And that starts to move things in the right direction. Okay. So is there some emotional danger in that? There is because, you know, by sharing that you might not be validated and that is a little bit scary. Okay. But so you have to kind of risk that emotional danger, but what that creates is a passionate and dynamic marriage, which is what all of us want, right? We want saved, but we also want that passion, that dynamic element and that fire, right? So that's the thing. You need some of both. Uh, you, you want to be that emotionally safe guy and you want to be able to bring things up, even if your spouse may not agree with them, even if it's not hundred percent emotionally safe to do so. All right, guys, stay strong. We'll see you next episode. Also watch for the, the new and improved strongman system. Guys, it is awesome. You're going to love it. Uh, you'll be getting an email on that in the next few days. If you're not on my email list yet, head over to mikefrasermd.com and jump in and we will see you there. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please leave a review on iTunes and share the episode with a friend so we can help create stronger men and stronger marriages across the world. And if you're ready to take your strength training and your marriage to the next level, visit strongmenstrongmarriages.com to learn how. I'll see you there.